Good morning and welcome on this rather brisk the first Sunday of Lent. Uh, this morning our liturgy is a little bit different. We will, uh, as we traditionally do on this Sunday, do the great litany. It will be chanted and during which time we invite everyone to please stand. Also, as we go through the service, we've changed seasons from Epiphany to Lent, and that means our liturgy has changed and our Eucharistic prayer and the rest of the service after the litany will be according to right one prepared for a lot of language differences to go back to the liturgy of our roots, basically from English. So on this, on that note, please stand for the great debate. and hypocrisy, from envy, hatred, and malice, and from all evil intent. From sloth, worldliness of love and money, from hardness of heart and contempt for your word and your laws. From sins of body and mind, from deceits of the world, flesh, and the devil. From famine and disaster, from violence, murder, and dying unprepared. In all times of sorrow, in all times of joy, in the hour of our death, and at the day of judgment. By the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your birth, childhood, and obedience, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation. By your ministry in word and work, by your mighty acts of power, by the preaching of your reign, save your 
by your agony and trial, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial. By your mighty resurrection, by your glorious ascension, and by your sending of the Holy Spirit. Hear our prayers, O Christ our God. Govern and direct your holy church, fill it with love and truth, and grant it that unity which is your will. Hear us, o Christ. Give us boldness to preach the gospel in all the world and to make disciples of all the nations. Hear us, o Enlighten your bishops, priests, and deacons, especially Nicholas, our bishop, Craig, our rector, Drake, our deacon, with knowledge and understanding that by their teaching and their lives they may proclaim your word. Give your people grace to witness your word and bring forth the fruit of your Spirit. Hear us, O Christ. Bring into the way of truth all who have erred and are deceived. Hear us, O Christ. Strengthen those who stand, comfort and help the faint-hearted, raise up the fallen, and finally beat down Satan under our feet. Hear us, O Christ. Guide the leaders of the nations into the ways of peace and justice. Hear us, O Christ. Give your wisdom and strength to Joseph, the President of the United States, Daniel, the governor of this state, that in all things they may do your will for your glory and the common good. Hear us, O Christ. Give to the Congress of the United States, the members of the President's Cabinet, those who serve in our state's legislature, and all others in authority, the grace to walk always in the ways of truth. Hear us, O Christ. Bless the justices of the Supreme Court and all those who administer the law, that they may act with integrity and do justice for all your people. Hear us, O Christ. Give us the will to use the resources of the earth to your glory and for the good of all. Hear us, O Christ. Bless and keep all your people. Hear us, O Christ. Comfort and liberate the lonely, the bereaved and the oppressed. Hear us, O Christ. 
keep in safety those who travel and all who are in peril. Heal the sick in body, mind, or spirit, and provide for the homeless, the hungry, and the destitute. Guard and protect all children who are in danger. Shower your passion on prisoners, hostages, and refugees, and all who are in trouble. Forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and turn their hearts. Hear us as we remember those who have died, and grant us with them a share in your eternal glory. Give us true repentance, forgive us our sins of negligence and ignorance, and our deliberate sins, and grant us the grace of your Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to your word. God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weakness of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you, that never again 
shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of my covenant that I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you, for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you, and every living creature of all the flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy the earth. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The word of the Lord. reading from the first letter of Peter. Christ also suffered for sins once and for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the day of Noah during the building of the ark in which a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water and baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, 
not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, and angel, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. The word of the Lord. Our gospel or sequence hymn is hymn 608. It's found in our blue hymnals. So I invite everyone to please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 608.
In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. First off, thank you to the choir and to Drake for a wonderful chanting of the Great Litany. Greatly appreciated, and it enhanced our beginning of Lent so wonderfully. So, over these past few weeks, we have been discussing the fact that because it is year B, the, number, the second year in our three-year lectionary cycle, the majority of our readings for the year are from the Gospel of Mark. And this week is no exception. And again, we get that sense of Mark's sort of compressed storytelling. Within six verses, we heard about Jesus' baptism, going into the wilderness for 40 days, and then off to preaching and announcing the kingdom is near throughout the area of Galilee. Six verses compressed. As you notice, we're missing part of the wilderness story. He skips right over the three temptations of Jesus, doesn't he? And he says, he was immediately, that's the Markan term, right? Immediately pushed out into the desert or wilderness. And the next thing we know, after 40 days, the angels are attending to him. But if we back up, then, where do you strike on this first Sunday of Lent when so often we focus on those three temptations of Jesus in the wilderness? But I think this week and this year, I want to focus on those words of God as Jesus comes out of the waters from his baptism. And I also want to think about, ask everyone to think about the fact who was able to be here last Sunday we ended the Feast of Epiphany with the Feast of the Tran or the reading from the Transfiguration, in which Jesus transfigures himself on top of the mountain before the disciples with Elijah and Moses. And we end that story basically with the same thing. God coming down, voice coming down from the heavens saying, This is my son, my beloved. Oftentimes, the Transfiguration reading, we hear, listen to him. With the baptismal story, we hear God say, my son with whom I am well pleased. So this week, the words from God tearing through the clouds is, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Now, I want us to take a moment and focus on that word, beloved. In all it conjures up within us. Because I think that's a very important word in our faith. Because it describes how God sees each and every one of us. We are. God's beloved children. Some may remember the story I told of my friend Joshua who had the tattoo on his wrist of the Jerusalem cross. And why did he put it there? Because every time he reached out to shake someone's hand, he remembered that he was shaking the hand of another beloved 
child of God. And so one of the questions on this first Sunday of Lent is, can we truly believe and trust that we are truly beloved by God? Do we know that deep in our hearts? And it's a fair question. For anyone who has had the opportunity to participate in the Ignatian exercises, the 19th annotation, will know that the first task of that 30-day experience, or for those, in my case, who can't be quiet for 30 days, let alone 30 minutes, over once a week of participation over 30 weeks, the first task of the retreatant is to reflect on being a beloved child of God. And it's not just for one day of the retreat, but we are asked to reflect on that reality for five days of the retreat. Why is that? Because for most of us, we struggle with the concept that we can actually be God's beloved. Our lives have been such that we have been told that for some reason, we are not worthy of unconditional love. Whether it be that from our earliest of spiritual formation, we were told about God as wrathful, we heard nothing about anything about God but our relationship with God in that kind of sinful reality that we live within. Or as we have grown up, the messages that we hear, whether through the culture or the media, or maybe even with our, within our family of origins, is always that somehow we're just not good enough. We don't measure up, and therefore we're not truly worthy to be a beloved child of God. But our faith tells us otherwise. We were created, humanity, in God's image for God's joy. And that we believe in a God that loves us both corporately and individually so much that he sent his only begotten son. Why? So that he and we can be in right relationship, full relationship with each other. And the truth of our lives is this, that despite our imperfect reality. God loves us perfectly. And through the grace of the cross, we are saved. That wonderful gift of Christ that we now prepare for in this season of Lent is a gift hard won on our behalf 
by a loving God that doesn't just love us as a mass, but as the Bible tells us, loves us intimately, individually, so much so that he knows the count of every hair on your head. You, individually, and I, are beloved children of God. And it is essential that we understand that in this beginning week of Lent. Because as, Ignatian under, as Ignatius understood himself, before you can fully open yourselves up to the grace of Good Friday and Easter morning, we have to be willing to accept that God truly sees us as beloved and loves us without condition. And I also believe very firmly that until we can allow ourselves to fully live in the concept of being a beloved child, we can't begin to love and have compassion for other people. So during this first week of Lent, as we begin our journey towards the cross, I invite each and every one of you in your meditation throughout this week to remind yourself that you truly are a beloved child of God in the same way that Jesus was his beloved son. And God has a wonderful dream for you that he has called you to fulfill and to open yourselves up to fully feel and experience that divine love that is truly unconditional and despite our imperfection is offered to us with perfection. Amen. I invite you to please stand as you are able and join with me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. And again, I remind everyone to please read the page because our words are different from what we have been accustomed to. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate from the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. He shall come again in glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. 
I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As the Great Litany has covered all of our prayers, including our prayers of the people this morning, I offer to you the peace of the Lord to be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace, guys. We got a double header. Good morning, peace. Good. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace be with you. Peace, Mark. Gordon, peace be with you. Peace, Barbara. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Good to see you. Peace, Jen. Peace be with you. Peace, Charlie. Peace be with you. Peace, Michelle. Did I miss you? Peace. Peace. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Morning, everyone. Oh wait, you, I guess you can sit down. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I can't find in my email this week's email that tells me stuff, um, but I'm just gonna wing it, I suppose. Uh, well, not really. There is some stuff that's going on. It, this February, blooming for good to benefit the community market at Stop and Shop in Narragansett. Uh, they receive a dollar from every specially marked. 1099 Bloomin' for Good bouquet purchased this month. So there's that. And it has to be at the 91 Point Judith Road. So now you know. Uh, the book club at St. Peter's by the Sea is forming. I don't know. I mean, I'm a reader. Um, and I don't know how that's working out. On the 24th, I, hey, look, you know, I didn't write this stuff. You know, uh, the resource presentation by the Rhode Island Office for the Attorney General, Saturday, February 24th, 10 a.m. at St. Peter's. It's uh, consumer and economic justice, elder protection, identity theft, avoidance, and more. That's really important. I have had to deal with my dad who says, I'll click here. And all of a sudden, you know, some Jordanian, is, I don't know what. But it's, <laughs> And someone out there who is pretending to be my dad. It's not fun. Um, I have nothing against the people of Jordan. They're lovely people. Um, successful, yeah, they, anything else? I'm dying up here. Thursday. Thursday, oh, Thursday, thank you. The spaghetti dinner, how could I forget that? Um, it's, it, you know, it's our annual supper. Everyone's invited, bring your friends. Uh, we usually cook for about 40, regardless of who signs up. Uh, there's always stuff to take home, so anyone, if, if you just want to come and get it to go, that's fine. We'll be making deliveries for our shut-ins. Um, you know, it's spaghetti. I think Janessa's making meatballs, which is awesome. Uh, you know, salad, some kind of dessert. It's BYOB. Um, what else? 
Why are you laughing? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, what? Coffee House Fundraiser. The 17th, that was yesterday. We go back in time. Um, so I guess that's it. Does anyone else have any like joys, concerns, thoughts, anecdotes? I read. <laughs> I see you read. Yes, I get it. Church. That it? Thank you. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and make good thy vows unto the Most High.
Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who was in every way tempted as we are, yet did not sin, by whose grace we are able to triumph over every evil and to live no longer unto ourselves, but unto him who died for us and rose again. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, to thee, almighty God, our heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take Eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, 
we thy humble servants do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts which we now offer unto thee the memorial thy son hath commanded us to make having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same and we most humbly beseech thee o merciful father to hear us and of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and holy spirit these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine that we receiving them according to thy son our savior jesus christ's holy institution in remembrance of his death and passion may be partakers of his most precious body and blood and we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy son jesus christ and through faith in his blood we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion and here we offer and present unto thee o lord ourselves our souls and bodies to be a reasonable holy and living sacrifice unto thee humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy son jesus christ be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction and made one body with him that he may dwell in us and we in him and although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice yet we beseech thee to accept this our bound in duty and service not weighing our merits but pardoning our offenses through jesus christ our lord by whom and with whom in the unity of the holy ghost all honor and glory be unto thee o father almighty world without end our Savior Christ hath taught us we are bold to say our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
join together, we do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank thee 
that thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries, the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members incorporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Bow down before the Lord. Grant, Almighty God, that your people may recognize their weaknesses and put their whole trust in your strength, so that they may rejoice forever in the protection of your loving providence through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 149 found in the blue hymnal.
Thanks be to God. And everyone's invited to join us for fellowship and coffee and everything else in the parish hall, <laughs> in the guild hall, just through the door to the left. Please join us for fellowship.